0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode. It stumbled a bit because I don't know. I can't believe it. We're at episode 15 already of the Culture podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Christian, as always. And boy, do we have a fun episode for you? We've had musicians. We have artists. We have toy makers, we have dreamers, people that do all sorts of stuff. We had theater last week. Now we're getting into a whole different form of performance art, burlesque. And we are here with Angelina Sophia. How's it going?
1: Hello. Thank you, Nicholas. How are you?
0: Eh, Not too bad. You know, just getting ready for a work week, but doing this first to end the weekend with a bang and have some fun.
1: Heck yeah. I'm, (laughs) I'm all for it. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh of course it's I have like my list of people and it's like you know I know so many musicians which I know you do music as well know so many like artists and stuff but I try to like I try to save people for certain things where I'm like you know I know you do burlesque I know I can have you on but I want to push it into it a little ways and start pulling out those wild cards of oh yeah you like burlesque here's this oh you like balloon animals there's this guy rudy real then like it's <laughs> i
1: haven't
0: talked to him in a while so he's he's gonna be getting a message soon
1: oh that's awesome spoiler <laughs> yes yeah,
0: spoiler alert but anyway enough about rudy real we'll get to him hmm. on his episode who are you what do you do? Even though I kind of gave it away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my stage name is Angelina Sophia. My real name is Angela. Um, I'm a burlesque performer. Uh, I've been performing for about over seven years now. Uh, New Jersey based, but I've performed everywhere from North Carolina, Virginia, Delaware, Philly, uh, all over New Jersey, New York City, upstate New York, and the Catskills. Like. All up and down. Um, I sing, uh, so sometimes I do cabrulesque where I sing and strip at the same time. Um I have a lot of varied styles, um, but it's just I've been in a lot of different troops and oh my gosh, there's so much history there. <laughs> well,
0: that's good because uh, I want to hear about all of it. Ah,
1: <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> well, all
0: right. Let's
1: let's so <laughs>
0: All right, so you're a musician, you sing, you said there's a form of burlesque with singing. Mm -hmm. What came first, the singing or the burlesque?
1: Oh, the singing, definitely. I mean, that's, I didn't even know what burlesque was, you know, for, you know, maybe 10 years ago, earlier than that, I didn't even know. But I mean, back in high school, I was singing uh, talent shows and, uh, you know in college you know every guy who knows how to play guitar is like hey i know to play guitar you could sing along i know this is a blind song you know know, (laughs) the wonder (laughs) wall it was so long ago that like that was still like fairly new no just kidding
0: (laughs) now what Um, what pushed you to get into the singing like
1: um i just always love singing i mean i remember being like like three or four years old and just imagining like i was a superstar like i was jessica rabbit and I was, you know, all my fans were there to hear me sing and I was going to have big boobs someday. And, <laughs> and, and,
0: the dream. And to
1: be honest, like I, yeah, that was the dream. Just to have a lot of fans and big boobs. Um, but uh, I, I was actually very um, insecure and nervous and, and a lot of anxiety when I was younger. So I never even like left my room singing till I was maybe a senior in high school. So wow. like the world never even heard me sing because I was I was so afraid that I was one of those delusional people that like, I think I can sing really well. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'll get out there and everyone will be like, girl. <laughs> so, uh, but then eventually I did. And, you know, I forced my friends to be honest with me. And, you know, don't let me be like an American Idol type person. That It's <laughs> always know, the like, worst
0: part. The friends you know.
1: really delusional
0: we have we have the friends and we've been mm. in the position you don't want to put them down but that honesty is what does it like it's like literally tear me apart please
1: yes. yes it's like it's like when i you know the cliche of like when a woman's like getting ready to go out and she asks her boyfriend like does this make me look bad you know and the boyfriend's like there's no winning this you know i'm not going to answer that but now what i'm saying is, is like do i look like a person of walmart like i'm not, like i'm not trying to say like don't place a value judgment on like fat or skinny or pretty or ugly just like if i will i look ridiculous like will yeah. i end up on people of if it's even still a thing like that's all i want to know so it was the same thing with singing it's like i know you love me my you know to my friends and but please if you love me don't let me go up there on stage and make a fool of myself <laughs> but uh Spoiler alert, everything turned out fine. <laughs> it did. But yeah. uh, but yeah, I was in uh, cover bands for, for years, like through my twenties. And uh and then burlesque just kind of happened. Um, like I saw there was like an ad for a burlesque 101 class up at the Comic Crypt uh in Shrewsbury. Uh, is 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 it still around?
0: Comic Crypt in Shrewsbury. I'm not Shrews- sure. I don't I, I don't know. I haven't heard of it. And I'm oh. I'm pretty damn nerdy, so I would have known. But if it's a crypt, I might have to seek it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm not even sure if it's still open. But I mean, so this is like 2014, um and it was you know cool. And like I was hanging out with some people in Asbury Park, and like the Doctor Sketchy kind of scene up there. And uh yeah, it just like came under my radar that there were there was like this burlesque 101, and I'm like that could be fun and the rest is history
0: <laughs> angelina sofia was formed
1: she was born
0: <laughs> uh, well considering it's only seven minutes in we need more we need to <laughs> let's get into this burlesque
1: I wanted, I, wanted, I, I,
0: I wanted to open up with the music because it's like i know music's a part of you and like you love it but i know the burlesque is like it's your wheelhouse it's what you're doing you sing while doing burlesque. what was the style you said
1: Caberlesque, like cabaret all right mm-hmm. so, and that actually comes from a troupe i was in uh called the corsets and they exclusively did caberlesque.
0: all right oh that's see like i never knew that, that. that existed <laughs> yeah it's the only burlesque i've seen were your shows at uh the boneyard
1: oh my god that was Which... that was an era in time Well, it's,
0: (laughs) I was thinking about it. Like once you said you would come on and all that, I'm like, all right, I know met her, Rudy, everyone at the boneyard. I'm like, I went there cause Dana was fire hooping. I'm like, yeah, I want to see this. That was my intro to burlesque going there. And then it's like, I was selling paintings at one of your shows and stuff. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, wait, how did we exactly (laughs) become like friends? Cause I'm with Rudy too. I'm like, I think we were just talking. I'm like, yeah, I wear clown makeup and do stupid shit. (laughs) He's like, well, if you want to be an official clown, hit me up.
1: You know, I can't remember either. Like, I don't know. Did you, was it maybe at like a Smithville thing?
0: It could have been. Like afterwards, uh, like, hey, I was at your show. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Yeah, that's weird. Because then I remember like we went to like Applebee's and like hung out and had a conversation about like all these crazy ideas for like Interactive shows that never happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> but still, cool to dream, you know. But uh, that yeah, dream—I
0: have an idea for that dream that came up with a friend, and we'll we'll get to talking after.
1: We'll talk <laughs> offline. That's what yes. we say, in, like my job all the time. When someone like wants to get into something, like, we'll just <laughs> that offline. Like exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, how exactly did we become like friends? It was weird, but
1: it was just meant to be it was just meant to be we're buddies it was
0: because the burlesque i went to it and it's like i've always heard of it never knew what it was and it was like i went and then like the themed nights and i was just so immersed Mm -hmm. into it like this is badass
1: and i'm so glad you went to one of those shows because i mean there's a lot of different types of burlesque out there like there's the like uh dita von t is angie patani you know people go to the borgata and there's like the big fancy high production shows and those are amazing and then there's also like uh more like gritty underground punk rock kind of burlesque shows. And then there's like the like comic con, like um, cosplay nerdy burlesque kind of shows like that. So it's always really fun to me when, when somebody says that their first experience with burlesque was at one of like my shows, either that I produced or was in because they're usually absolutely fucking ridiculous.
0: Oh yeah. Like (laughs) I, I think the first one I went to was like the Valentine's Day like love stinks 1. I think that love was that suck.
1: yeah love mm-hmm. sucks
0: and then mm-hmm. I know for a fact hundred percent I was at ruined childhood
1: yeah I think that was when you were selling art and oh yeah I think so. childhood was probably Corrupted one of our childhood. biggest shows at the boneyard like that place was packed yeah um, we made so much money that night it was ridiculous and oh. it was just debaucherous it was so fantastic
0: all i remember is i forget i forget who it was that did the hey arnold performance
1: that that was lily stitches and she's actually my burlesque mentor so she's all right So, she, oh my God. yeah, she humped a football on stage.
0: <laughs> I got I got home and I put my TV on, and it was when they were showing all old Nickelodeon cartoons. What was on my TV after that show? Hey, Arnold, I turned my <laughs> TV off. I said, I cannot watch
1: this <laughs> been ruined.
0: It was a job well done.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no she's amazing. And she's actually the person there was like three burlesquers who were hosting that uh, burlesque one one class many years ago, And she was one of them, but I just, like, I hit it off with her. So she became mm-hmm. my mentor. I did like a six week class with her, like every Saturday for six weeks. And then we just had like this little, like, I guess it'd be like a recital. We're all, like, it was a couple of gals and we, um, and we did a little mini show, but then uh, I don't know, I guess I just took to it, you know? So, yeah. but she's amazing. And, and uh, anybody listening should go check out Lily stitches. She does a lot of cosplay burlesque and uh, comedy burlesque. And I, yeah. Oh my God. Her is Helga. Humping the football
0: monobrow I, I and all a
1: photo yeah oh the yeah the, the unibrow and like she um uh i think i still have a photo some i think uh somebody got a photo of her mid air so it's like her legs up in the air in her fishnet stockings and like about to pounce on this poor football it's <laughs> so good
0: i mean if there's anyone <laughs> i would want to mentor me it's someone that would commit to something like that because i remember like her other performances and they were they were damn good.
1: Oh my God. Oh yeah. Cause like and and it's I'm really lucky that she was my mentor because she also has a lot of diverse styles. Um, I mean like from classic, classic, traditional burlesque. And she was even in the Cab Burlesque troupe with me for a little while. And uh so same thing, like you know, I've done cutesy cheesecake pinup burlesque to just like I did an act, uh a show was called Skoloween. So it was all like a ska music Halloween. Oh, wow!
0: <laughs> oh!
1: So um, and I did an act where I actually sang and stripped um, to the Save Ferris version of "Come On, Eileen." Oh my god! And I literally dumped fake cum all over my. <laughs> so it's like yes, um, I can be very cute and on stage yeah. and like you know pin up and i've rhinestone this and then i'm just like come on like, like.
0: <laughs> well that's the thing like when you whenever i would bump into you yeah, at the art walks rockabilly uprising and stuff in smithville you know you're always just dressed so nice looking so oh. adorable and then it's yeah, yeah you see the side like that it's like oh my god i didn't know you had it in you, kid <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, i mean if there was like the the main Influences I have had in burlesque have been on that spectrum. Like Lily Stitches was the first, and she can kind of do everything. Um, second is definitely uh, Darielle Galore, who really helped me with like the cabaret and the theater aspect of it. Um, and she was uh, the leader of the corsets, the cabaret troupe. But the third person would probably be his name is Fenris, and he's a comedian uh, from like Philly and uh, Delaware, and he would host the South street burlesque review. So every like once a month on a Wednesday fucking night, which was a nightmare when you're a career lady like me, but uh, he's the one who did shows where, where I did the come on Eileen yeah. and we would just do the most ridiculous shit. So instead, like I have this part of me that like wants to sing and like hit every note perfect. And every piece of my costume is perfect. But then he will be like, all right, you're Peg Bundy and you're going to fucking give me a lap dance when you're going to feed me cold McDonald's cheeseburgers. Oh like, <laughs> like, and, uh, and so just, we do like ridiculous stuff like that. Um, so like between, like I said, from being like so classy and being like, being able to think of really think about like, why am I doing this act? What's my motivation? Where am I planning everything to like, I'm just going to be rolling around and, and, fake come, you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> it's that really is like one that I, I haven't really thought about it until you like said it just like the diversity of burlesque too because it's you know went to shows like like the uh corrupted childhood but mm-hmm. then went to the valentine's day one and it was two totally different things like the valentine's day one there were you know some comedic things with it but also at the same time it was like just the very like kind of serious performances hmm. where you watch like oh my god then you have corrupted childhood where it's like oh my god <laughs> like, and it's, it's and just, I, love it,
1: that. It, I, I love that you know and that's why i love burlesque so much because you can get any reaction you want out of people you know or or you hope to get you yeah. know those reactions out of people like y- you want to give them a boner or maybe you want to give them a weird boner or maybe you want to make them laugh maybe you want to make them go oh my god like freak out you know or maybe you just want them to go like yeah you know so it's it's so entertaining to me and it can be anything you want like to me the the sexuality the nudity or semi-nudity is almost like secondary
0: yeah oh it totally is
1: you just want to entertain these folks i mean and I don't know. I love it. It's just such an outlet for me because of all those reasons, you
0: know? Now, um, when you started out, you know, obviously we'll get into more of the some outrageous ones, too. (laughs) But, like, when you were, uh, you know, have to start somewhere after taking the uh, Burlesque 101 classes, Mm -hmm. do you remember, like, uh, your first shows and any, like, performances you did? Like, any uh,
1: concepts? Yeah. Yeah. So, initially, I kind of wanted to just Stick with that whole like a pinup, rockabilly, you know, very like a classy lady, but who might, you know, put poison in your martini or something, (laughs) you know, like kind of like femme fatale, blah, blah, blah. Um, So like my very first act was like that um, student showcase from the 101 class. And I did um, Etta James, I just want to make love to you which is uh, you know such a classic amazing song um and i was like a 50s housewife i rhinestoned an apron and i walked around and i you know feather dusted you know like oh i dropped it oh no you know (laughs) i have to bend over and pick it up now you know very cute um and that's really what i wanted to be and then um i started like you always usually start off by being a stage kitten um so for your uh listening audience a stage kitten is essentially the person who um picks up the clothes that are sh- uh, shed after an act or will se- and or will set up for the next following act. Like, okay, I need a chair in the center of the stage. I need you to place this prop next to the chair, you know. So they're kind of, uh, it's kind of like you have to pay your dues. You kind of, yeah. you have to, um, you know, take care of all that stuff and all the dynamics um, and then eventually you perform. So after that initial showcase, um, they actually asked me to kitten for a big show at Roxy and Duke's. Um, and it was really exciting. And actually one of the performers, um, uh, I will not mention their name, but, uh, had a, like, like a hissy fit backstage and they just were like, I'm not going on. Ah! And so they were like, uh, Hey, Angelina, do you just want to dance in the bird cage for four minutes? <laughs> we have an open spot. And I was like, her loss is my gain. Everything's coming up, Millhouse." Like, <laughs> So I like I danced to uh, Lady Gaga Teeth in a Birdcage, and then oh, they they started asking me like, Hey, you want to jump in and do an act? And um, so and they told and one of the the producers right away was like, If you can do something besides just burlesque, do that in your burlesque. Like if you can do contortions, if you can do magic, and then or if you can sing, you need to do that because that will make you stand out. And um, that was great advice. So. That's when I started also trying to sing in my acts as well.
0: Yeah, kind of brought it all full circle and everything.
1: Yeah, so I did an act. Um, I sang It's Oh So Quiet by Bjork. All right. And uh, did a little strip tease at Roxy and Dukes. That was like another one of my big uh, first performances there. You can find it on YouTube.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll plug it in the description. Cool. I, I, I love how I point on the camera. Like, hit the like, comment, follow, subscribe, bell. Hey, guys, <laughs>
1: don't forget to hit that subscribe button.
0: <laughs> hit
1: that bell. Ring my bell. You get the notifications before anyone else. <laughs> but
0: I'll, but I'll you're not to... putting
1: a video from this, right? Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in full troll mode tonight. Hey,
0: so. <laughs> I, I told you, I, I always troll on these mm, things. Mm, it's mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that I haven't done one without clothes on yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> you're I'll missing see. it audience he's I'll... he's totally naked now
0: yeah tits out suns out no, i'm gonna i'm gonna save that for the rudy real episode <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so you were singing you know doing all that when did the uh you know the more i guess comical kind of like the stuff like the corrupted child. when did you really start like coming into the play doing that style
1: I mean I guess it was inevitable because I'm kind of a ridiculous human. Like um In all and the best ways. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that was <laughs> that wasn't meant as like a self-dig. Um... Oh I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, just, I,
0: I just wanted to say it because if there's one thing I appreciate, it's weirdness. Yes.
1: Thank you. <laughs> oh, no it. problem. Um yeah, so like I can't be too serious. Like I just can't. Like I and I've actually like made it a point to try and do serious acts because that's so out of my box you know yeah but um i i think like the boneyard had a lot to do with that because well i was actually very new to burlesque at the time and i was like yeah i can produce a show <laughs> and uh i've like had only been doing burlesque for like six months <laughs> so i was kind of that asshole. but um <laughs> but like i had to kind of pull acts out of my ass, like every couple months, like a new act. And when you're new, you know, you want, Oh, I want to put so much time and effort into this, but I had to kind of just come up with shit. And, um, you know, you start making friends with people and we're just like joking around and, you know, in, in messenger all the time. And you always like, I feel like I've had so many conversations where it's like, you come up with something really dumb and you're like, Oh my God, I should totally do an act of that well yeah. that actually started happening you know <laughs> <laughs> like uh like a, a really good friend of mine um her stage name is killian Grimm. she did uh an act as old greg
0: oh my god
1: yes and it, like full on and and she did like a whole neckbeard act and these are like you know uh i mean i'm she, we would have conversations about like the dumbest shit and that somehow it ends up being an act you know Just as an example but um so it's just inevitable honestly that I would just start being my ridiculous genuine self <laughs> and
0: I feel like that's the whole thing about burlesque like just embracing who you mm-hmm. are and mm-hmm. it's I, I like hearing that though the, the doing the more serious because it's out of your comfort zone like yeah. it's you know I know musically like I'm doing stuff that's not like you know clown makeup noise nonsense and it's like i'm really putting a lot into it and really taking it to heart because it's like it's out of anything i've done so it's yeah. like with burlesque and like
1: more vulnerable sometimes that way too exactly
0: yeah and mm. it's God, art is such a beautiful thing
1: <laughs> it's so good and i mean the act turned out pretty good you know i wouldn't say it was my best because it's not the most genuine to who I am but it was a pretty good act I got like a long red sparkly dress and I did like a full like sexy kind of thing you know it was good I mean in
0: in the end though you stepped out of your comfort zone in Mm. front of an audience like you know it's to to do that it's easy to go on stage and do what you're comfortable with sometimes Mm -hmm. it's you still get the nerves but Mm -hmm. to go up there and just completely be like all right I'm I'm stepping away from myself in front of these people. It's like the nerves really start to, to yeah. go. The,
1: the only, um, and, and to bring me back down to earth, the, the only video I got of that act, there's a pizza in the foreground. The oh my God. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> was videoing, but like right. And sitting in front of them, someone got a pizza. And <laughs> hey. so I'm just like, like woo, 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 stripping and yada, yada. and someone's just like chomp, chomp. <laughs> keeps me humble it keeps me humble you
0: know it's it's like viewing a person in the underwear you just look for that pizza in the audience and you just it centers you it gets you through the act
1: yeah. <laughs> and I would say like there was another act that I really went out of my comfort zone and I had a even a harder time with it um because some of my uh I currently the only troop I'm in um is the Dark Angels out of Wilmington Delaware and they're a very big uh they're really big into um kink um and inclusivity and like bdsm and, and a lot of stuff like that there's a lot of uh that that goes on at bar 13 in delaware which is amazing it's so great that they have a place for that um so i dabbled in some of it but i'm i'm not i wasn't i'm not as comfortable like being open with that in front of at least at the time i wasn't so i did an act where um i asked someone to to spank me with a yardstick because it was a schoolgirl theme show so of course yeah um and and uh and it was it was great oh my god it was a great act and and whatever and then i posted the video like the next day like oh look at this act aha you know but then i started like kink shaming myself hard i don't know why (laughs) like i just was like oh my god i shouldn't have posted that that's so out of my comfort zone i like got really like now it seems so silly because i've done so many more ridiculous things but i guess at the time i was like dabbling really before i was ready to you know and but i'm so glad i did it i'm so glad like i entertained people you know it's just like "Eh, okay i tried it
0: (laughs) it's all that matters it's when once you start stepping like into stuff like that i can see how it kind of you know the lines start appearing where it's like you know personal with it but if you had fun and you look back now and you're like hey i'm glad i did that's what matters most
1: and since then i've actually done an act where like more i was the the dom and i was fine with that. Maybe it's because I was getting spanked in that act. that I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but when I have the riding crop, then it's a different story.
0: <laughs> when I got the yardstick, I'm in charge.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> How could you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat?
1: <laughs> Are you writing with your left hand?
0: <laughs> a- now, getting, you know, with that, you kind of looked back and you're like, oh, man, like, why did i post that and you had that moment were there any acts that you look back and you're just like oh man i might have taken it a little too far like with any like the maybe like the concept ones or uh i don't know any that you're just like oh man i wish i didn't do that one just because maybe something went haywire that it was like beyond your control like
1: uh, i'm trying to think i mean the that the spanking one was the only one that like I, I questioned myself afterwards um no i mean i mean i've done things that like went really far but that was by design you know like sure. i purposely wanted to like make people go oh my god you know like freak people out um but I mean, otherwise I just have like cringe stuff that like it was still when I was new. Oh, okay. I do have I have a good one. Um, so years ago, I was asked to perform at like um like a cosplay nerdy kind of show at like a comic book shop. And I did a Jessica Jones act. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna really chug whiskey during my act. Oh. And uh, because I mean, like, well, oh, what's a what's a chug of whiskey? Like one little swig. It's not a big deal. Well, it was um very much room temperature and i was very much like already like adrenaline pumping so as soon as i finished that act i promptly ran outside and threw up all over the sidewalk and And everyone's like bitch just put iced tea in the bottle like what's wrong with you you
0: can't though and
1: uh, i'm like no i live on the edge like
0: (laughs) i have a I didn't puke, but at the last show with my band Stitches that we played at the Brighton Bar, we were like last band. I was out of it. It was a bad night for me. I had a bottle of 101 Wild Turkey. The whole set, I'm chugging it. End of the set. I walk out from behind my drums. I jump and front, flip into my drum set, bash my head on the floor, Tom, giant bump, whatever. I get back up. Now I'm loading up <sighs> the uh, the drums like in my car i'm all hammered and everything a dude sucker punches our friend into our synth player who has ms and in a wheelchair oh frank gets up and starts just going at this dude his friend comes in my brother throws an elbow to that guy's face and before you know i'm drunk jagging a dude on concrete (laughs) ripping his arm out of his socket
1: oh my god
0: After that, I stopped drinking 101 Wild turkey at shows.
1: <laughs> that's probably smart. Part
0: of me wish I puked. <laughs> but
1: that's a great story, though. I mean, even when like bad shit happens, I try to think like, well, it's gonna make a great story. You well, know,
0: <laughs> it was the last show we played, and like my buddy that was in the wheelchair, he also had a cane with him. The dude was on the ground. He started bashing him with his cane, and, every, yes. and we
1: just but, like.
0: That dude was like a scumbag the whole show like towards mm-hmm. like like girls that were there and stuff and everything so it was had it coming
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah good good justice oh, all right
0: <laughs> that's a question now it's you know i've been to the show to like a few of the shows and always very like respectful like you know you have all these good looking people on stage taking their clothes off dancing now having the comedy getting seducing you know all of it H- has there like been a time where like one of the shows people kind of had to s- step in because someone was being a friggin perv or like
1: um so uh, oddly enough the some of the biggest problems that i've uh, been at like that i've encountered at shows have been with other women oh wow um um because for the most part, like you know, one of the the biggest rules, like in the beginning of any burlesque show, they lay down the rules. Mm-hmm. That of course, like you're there to have a good time and a tip and stuff, but like absolutely do not fucking touch the performers. Like so yes. that's kind of drilled in. And um, I mean, there's always problematic people, but the the worst things that just come to my mind immediately, um, because I think sometimes women feel that like, well, I'm a woman, so it's okay if I come up. Like we had a. a we did a show, I won't say where, but like um, the owner was a woman and decided that she was just going to walk right on while one of my, one of the performers was on and just try to put money down like her bra, put money down like uh-huh. her, um, her panties and stuff. And, and then like afterwards when we like, we're like, Hey, that's not okay. You can't go near the performer. She's like, what? It's not like I'm a lesbian or anything. Like, so it's uh. almost like she felt like she was entitled to do that because she was a, a, a woman, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I've, we've also dealt with um because there's so many different body types. Um, there are some, you know, um, very skinny, athletic hourglass uh, plus size, like so many different bodies. Um, we've actually had like some women who were just like, Oh, uh, you know, these fat girls are saying like awful, like fat phobic things. Um, Although we did have some guys leave because there was a, a male burlesque performer, <laughs> so,
0: so there are too. male burlesque performers. Oh
1: yes, boylesque. Um, oh, boylesque. Uh, oh, I like the name. Hot oh, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I've done like um like I've dressed up like a guy and done burlesque too. So I've done. I have a uh, my other alter ego is Angelo Expectations. <laughs> um, but you yeah, know, but boylesque or you know just um you know, masculine, uh, performers doing burlesque is amazing. Uh, it's so good. It's like a different take on it. And yeah. I've seen them sometimes like they will dress femme or sometimes it's like real masculine or it's just as corny or, you know, super like hardcore sexy, you know, it's just, it's its own world, but it's, you know, yeah, it's just as interesting. Um, but yes, yeah, so like some of the, the most problematic things have been unfortunately from women that i've experienced um oh. i mean i've I've probably dealt with worse as like being in a cover band oh yeah <laughs> with like dudes in the audience oh my you god know, she thinks she can was- sing
0: acdc come on bro like let's be real
1: <laughs> there was like a guy like is Callaway's still open in manahawken still there Calloway's? yeah yeah, we performed there, like, a million years ago from a band I was in, and uh, there was, like, a guy who just, like, he literally pulled up a chair to the front of the stage and sat there and was, like, making obscene gestures at me, like, the oh. whole time. And, uh, but it's funny, because uh, a good friend of mine, his dad was there, and uh, his dad actually passed away a few years later, but my one memory of his dad was that he, like, fucking goon-armed this guy and was like, come on, you're going to get the hell out of here now and, like, save me <laughs> from this guy. <laughs> so rest in peace, wayne thank you for saving me from that thank creeper you, but uh yes <laughs> that,
0: that's that's but, so, uh, weird, yeah, so weird though like considering that you dealt with that in the cover band and all that but not yeah, so much yeah. with the because like all, the, all like all the shows i went to like everything was very respectful and nice and stuff and i was like yeah i'm like this is and i think that's why i really liked it too mm. because it's like you know i i being a dude there i had the awkward moment when people would cheer like with you know the like the clothes coming off and stuff like there was part of me that i went to burlesque before i went to a strip club
1: and it's like
0: i've only went to one of those i went to more burlesque but but it's like it's one of those things that i'm like just there's part of me that feels weird you know but and I got to get over that that it's like no you're not being a pervert. you're encouraging me because I see the art aspect of it more than anything so yeah. it's like it was get a always, weird
1: boner it's okay
0: <laughs> well that was because Rudy was touching my leg and made me yeah, a Sharknado but... balloon but mm, that's besides the point <laughs> he is <laughs> but like it's it's such a unique environment and like anyone listening that's never gone to a burlesque show hi highly recommend and I gotta go to more. Um I forget what troop it is. They were in they were in Philly, but my buddy's friend actually she's like part of it or something. I was like, all right, he's like, we gotta go. I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I mean check out as many different troops yeah. and styles, you know. I mean yeah. I'm i I'm it's awesome that, you know, my shows were the two that you have ever seen, but there's so yeah. much out there, you know. Oh yeah. And and also I do want to throw out there that like just because I haven't dealt with um the harassment like that, there are plenty oh, of performers yeah. who have, so I don't want to gloss over that just oh, in no. case for are listening because I'm I know for a fact that, you know, other um, performers I've worked with have had to deal with stuff. Yeah. So, but just okay. personally, I, you know, those are just, my oh, yeah. so I'll uh, throw that out there.
0: <laughs> that's a given. I, I got to say though, I give Dirty Jersey some credit because if, if people in New Jersey and the tri-state area could be respectful, so
1: can you. It's a different environment. So it's not like no shame at all to strippers or strip clubs. Like they have a very incredibly difficult job and I respect what they do. Um, but burlesque is a different vibe. So I think maybe, you know, per- perhaps some of the audience members that they, they pick up on that, that that's yeah. not the same kind of environment. Like, whereas like strip club is like a service provided to please, um, typically a man burlesque is almost like it's self-serving like it i'm i'm doing what makes me happy for you you know so it's yeah. a little bit of a different dynamic also it's like i said it's so much more like inclusive and different body types and it's much more empowering to the performer. so perhaps like it just might not elicit the same responses you know that that a strip club might but um makes that's sense. not the same for every show but at least you, might, yeah. you know and um and also, you know, I always try to, like, tell performers when I produce, like, you know, uh, try not to, like, get too drunk and hang out with people after the show, because just yeah. in case. And even, like, if my my my, uh, my boyfriend comes to shows and he wants to, like, you know, kiss me or playfully smack me on the butt or something, I'm like, don't, because people don't know it that you're my boyfriend. It. Yeah, they might just think you're just a regular patron and that I'm okay with that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: if you're listening and haven't been, don't be a dick
1: yeah seriously like consent it's like kindergarten keep your hands to yourself you know yeah. uh, Gee.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much is but um <laughs> now let's talk about the well, let me see if i can say it right Cabrilesque
1: Cabrulesque, Yeah, you sorry you cut out for a second. So uh, all right. I
0: don't know what the I. I turned off the Wi-Fi on everything else, so I don't know what the deal is. I'll edit it, but uh, yeah. So yes. what Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that.
1: Oh, so the funny story behind it is, um, so a lot of, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna dig a little bit here. Um, so around the time I started burlesque, I uh, was. From my husband i got married in my 20s and stupid um so i was like 30 31 and part of doing burlesque was like i kind of wanted to make up for lost time like all those years that i kind of just sat around and did nothing um i'm like i'm gonna do fucking everything in the world now so um started doing burlesque i you know um my my current partner, I started seeing him and we would do everything together. Like, oh cool, there's a weird band that sounds slightly cool at the Brighton Bar on a Wednesday night, let's go do that, you know? Like, let's do all this stuff. And we went to a cab show at the old Asbury Lanes and the troupe was the Corsets. And um, this was like, I was only a couple months into doing burlesque at the time. And they put on a whole show. And like where they, it was scripted, it was like scenes and acting, and then with burlesque, like punctuating it, and they all sang while they performed. And the funny part of the story is that it was like fucking February and the heat was out <laughs> at Lesbury oh. <the> Lanes. <laughs> so oh. it was freezing. And um, my partner and I were just sitting at the table. Um, there was like a little candle on the table for ambiance, and we were like warming ourselves <laughs> on this little candle and um but unlike the performers uh they were just absolutely amazing they they persevered you never would have known it was fine um after the show i was super hammered drunk and i went up to one of them and i'm like i just started doing burlesque and i can sing i can't sing right now because i'm very drunk but and they're like oh great well you know like follow us on facebook you know the cliche like yeah just follow us on facebook well a few years after that like maybe two years after that one of them caught wind that like they were looking for burlesquers who could sing and someone threw them mining. And I ended up getting it to be part of their troupe. Uh, Evie Apple, Nova Noir, um, Dapper Dave was there. Like he would play piano live. Like they had a full live band. Um, Oliver Rocksoff was their their boy performer who was like a classically trained opera singer, but he was also like this, like naughty uh, boy performer um so much fun um it really took me to another level you know because they took the show so seriously we we would script the entire things which is hilarious also you know yeah and every act was like okay so you're gonna do this act as this character or something why you know like what's the why are you doing this like if you're doing a cosplay why is why is Helga from Hey Arnold stripping? Like, what is she trying <laughs> to prove by doing this? You know? <laughs> um, so it just really got me into, cause um, Daria Galore, the the leader of the troupe, she has like her degree in theater. She's been in theater for her whole life. So she really took it seriously. So it really helped me get to that level. And just um, some of the best singing I've ever done, I think was, oh, was yeah. with that troupe. I did an act. Um, I did actually, I sang a Celine Dion song. Really? Uh, it's all coming back to me now. And that was fucking challenging, but I was able to belt it, and it was hilarious because it was like I had like a wind machine that I would turn on for the act, and like a a scarf would like fly in my face, like, (laughs) like, (laughs) 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 um, and like you take like everything went wrong in the act concept, but like still like I was like, (laughs) but uh, so yeah, they were just amazing. We did so many shows at Roxy and Dukes, um, which is such a shame.
0: getting wi-fi i heard you though roxy and dukes i have not got i never got to go there before oh. it closed so it's
1: that was it, such an amazing venue oh my god i miss it so much it, jim parks i miss your venue
0: <laughs> it sucks like all the places like closing down like venue wise it's like ah oh, come on i
1: know and, the and there's really nothing thrive. in there's nothing in new jersey right now really i mean there's some stuff yeah. up in north Carolina, you know admittedly there is some more like closer to new york but yeah. like a lot of the venues are gone. <laughs> yeah. it really stinks.
0: Brighton, so Brighton's gone.
1: And, and... Yeah, Brighton's gone. R.I.P. Man. Okay. But um, yeah, and especially with COVID too, you know, it kind of changed the whole thing. I'm sure with with um, bands and music as well. Oh yeah. But it definitely changed the landscape more less. Cause that's for damn sure. Yeah.
0: But, uh, I could only, yeah, It's it's all the same thing. It's like people can't go out to these places and like all bars were closed and it's like Mm -hmm. social distancing is you can't yeah
1: yeah yeah i know bar 13 in delaware which is where i've been um part of the troop like the last year or two they were able to all following covid rules like they they just set up tables everywhere so you had to like stay at a table and as long as like you could only remove your mask if you were like drinking or you know while you were sitting you know so they did a really good job and they were able to stay afloat when a lot of other places weren't and right now it's punk and metal and goth and um you know like kink friendly events and burlesque and um now they're doing like rocky horror and so they're they're really killing it but a lot yeah. of other places didn't make it man
0: yeah i just saw you did the rocky horror there with yeah. alexa who was yes. on
1: <laughs> yes yes at <It>, a full circle
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i was i was talking to them about having you on and stuff and like i bet you like rudy and so it's Mm -hmm. it's funny how it all comes full circle
1: (laughs) we all know each other six degrees of nicholas christian
0: (laughs) oh no if anything it's more so around the burlesque in a way (laughs) because i I met i met rudy because of the burlesque you because Mm -hmm. of the burlesque and then mike i just know because of the shop and (laughs) then <laughs> it it came in full circle when they found out who my brother was. And then I also said how I knew you and everything. Mm. So it's like, oh, all right. And yeah <laughs> one big happy family.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love it.
0: It's awesome. So,
1: yeah, um, great. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> now, you know, you've done a whole slew of events with burlesque and everything. I, you know, I'm just finding out about all these different types and stuff. Is there anything that's like you haven't done yet, like a style or like a perf- like I guess maybe a performance somewhere that like is on like the bucket list, the burlesque bucket list that you want to do?
1: You know, I, I mean, there's a song I've always wanted to sing like do a cabralesque performance too um i've i've always wanted to do great gig in the sky oh like i feel like if i could pull that off that would be like an amazing because there's such like the it's so big and there's such a crescendo and then like the come down and you know Mm -hmm. like feel passionate uh i felt like that's always something i always wanted to do um but uh other than that like I've always had the attitude with burlesque that like, Hey, I just, I'm just here to have fun. Like I'm yeah. not super ambitious with it. It just kind of ended up that I ended up doing a lot of shit and producing and performing at festivals. Um, so it's not like, you know, Oh, I want to be in the burlesque hall of fame. Like, no, I've <laughs> never really talked about that. Yeah. Like, um, no, I mean, and I've gotten to do it. like, I've gotten to perform in New York city. Um, I've done festivals. Like, I got performed at the, um, the heavy rebel, festival down in north carolina did that two years in a row um you know i got to do actually a real bucket list which i got to do i performed um at a club in atlantic city um 1927 in is it revel or hard rock i i am not, oh, not I up f- with atlantic City anymore it was right before covid so but it was like a really fancy like speakeasy type nightclub and i got to perform and then kind of go go on these like platforms and it was like oh my god and i was like oh it was such a good time um so i've done like a lot of awesome stuff like i have so many moments that like i usually like i'm so in the moment when i perform that like i usually don't remember much yeah but like i have had some moments where i've like just stopped for like a brief second and just like kind of soaked it in and it's just so beautiful but like if I never performed again after today I'd still be happy yeah you know like
0: you you got to do the great gig in the sky though I am I am pushing for this (laughs) I'm just I'm envisioning it in my head and I'm like
1: I want to get, yes. like, big retractable, <laughs> like, angel wings or something. Like, oh, those big, yeah. like, hydraulic ones that, like, all of a sudden you could just hit a fucking button and they go, bam, like, yeah. open.
0: Oh, <sighs> my God. Because it's, like... uh, I'm just, I'm picturing just the building up. And the, whoa, whoa. I'm like, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I quit smoking, so that could be a possibility.
0: <laughs> I did, I did too. Congrats.
1: Yes, you, too. Yeah.
0: Almost a so year.
1: I- oh, Nice well two months for me i was always yeah. kind of on and off with it yeah. but like this year has been kind of weird so like i like leaned into it pretty hard but uh two months ago i was just like i quit and then like three days later i got pneumonia <laughs>
0: oh jeez <laughs> yes
1: yeah, so i was like yeah this Ooh. is a sign i'm not going yeah. back to this shit.
0: yeah that's okay. the thing once once you get it it's like you know once you get on like that track of quitting it's just like all right no i in it and that's how i was i would just I felt like such shit, and like i felt it in my lungs and like performing and i'm like all right it's either keep hitting the packs or hit the hit the road with your performing and never do it again i'm like uh i gotta do the performing
1: yeah oh yeah it's so much better it's so much yeah the only hard part is like when i'm at big like social gatherings like- yeah and actually like i bummed a cigarette from someone the other night but i don't consider that that bad compared to like buying the packs and having to smoke it a couple hours you know like just like i'm at a show and somebody gave me a cigarette whatever
0: yeah like my buddy gave me one it was like it was at a funeral for my one friend and i was like he gave me one i'm just like I don't give I'd even have like half of it I tossed the rest because I'm just like whatever
1: yeah but I didn't and get like oh this is disgusting why did I do this yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I know I'm sad right now but now I'm just yeah. I'm even sadder this didn't do anything
1: I feel like I like forced myself to get back into it because I just was like i I uh I actually um had a miscarriage earlier this year just like oh, get right sh- into it I'm man. sorry I'm Never. sorry yeah, it's all right. And I just like wanted to do something that was bad for myself, if that makes any sense. You yeah. You know, I, it's awful ways of coping. And I was like disgusting, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to start smoking. <laughs> you know? Look how you cool know? I, I am. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, pregnant people can't smoke. Because <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> that makes sense in my brain, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, it makes sense in my brain, too. It's <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this, this, tra- this tragic thing happened. Why don't I just go on a bender
1: why don't I just make my life worse yeah (laughs) lean into it
0: sometimes those though once you realize you're an idiot now you gotta battle this then it's (laughs) like once you overcome that you're like wow I really came back from all that and it kind of hits a little harder I Mm. feel in, in its own messed up way
1: yeah 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 and believe me like uh, you know, to kind of tie this back into the subject of burlesque, like burlesque is like part of that for me in a positive way. Yeah. You know, cause like I said, like when I first started, I was separating from my husband going through a divorce, you know, um, you know, two and a half years ago, both my parents died two months apart. I've been doing mm-hmm. IVF, like trying to get pregnant and I've had like miscarriages, like everything's a fucking mess, but at least for like four minutes I can, um, like I said, roll around and fake come and make an audience laugh and <laughs> make them get like the weirdest boners. Cause you know, I, I'm going to be 39 next month, but I still have great tits. So <laughs> <laughs> if I can give people weird boners then. And I actually like did a really fucked up act where I, where you asked the question a little bit ago of like, have you ever like gone too far? And I have, but it was on purpose. And it yeah. kind of like, I did, um, we, we did a show called the worst burlesque show ever and there's like a meme going around and it's like all these songs called the hardest to strip to hits
0: it's just like the dumbest songs that
1: no one should ever do burlesque to and i did burlesque to tears in heaven by eric clapton do you know that song
0: i don't but (laughs) considering Um, the name
1: would you know Name, if I saw you in heaven. Yo, yes. Basically, oh. it's a song he wrote in the 80s because his son died. Eric Clapton's son fell out of a window. Jeez. And he it was awful. And he wrote this beautiful song, like, Would you Would You Know My Name If You Saw Me in Heaven? And it was like so beautiful. But uh I did probably the worst burlesque act ever to that. <laughs> like <laughs> After everything I've been through, too, the last yeah. couple of years, it was like it was hilarious to me because first off, a lot of people, like just the spirit of the show was fucked up, right? From oh, the, yeah, from the get. So as soon as like that like the guitar riff and the beginning do do like some audience members were already like, "Oh fuck, oh no <laughs> like they already knew, And I came out and I was in the- this beautiful sparkling gown and then i had a baby doll and i'm like cradling the baby oh. and i sit it down on a chair on the edge of the stage <laughs> and as i'm stripping i take off a glove and i accidentally knock the baby doll off the stage no oh my god and i but then i'm like Ugh, whatever and i just grab another baby doll out of a bucket <laughs> oh my god and that was pretty much the theme um so i'm an awful awful person and i deserve all the bad things that have happened to me (laughs) but it was hilarious and um but you know the redeeming i mean obviously it was fucking hilarious and people who have a dark twisted sense of humor will love that shit but the like the real redeeming thing that i wasn't expecting was a friend of mine was in the audience with a friend of hers who was actually going to get up and leave because um her husband passed away and that was their song Uh. so she was like i can't be here right now for this but my friend she like she was like no stay stay it's gonna be funny and she the woman ended up like laughing her ass off Oh, and now she's like well now i can at least have a second thing i can associate this song with
0: i love so that though
1: i'm helping people Yeah,
0: the, the <laughs> thing is i love that and it's it just goes to show that it's like no some people be like how dare you but yeah. you have this woman who tragically you know her husband passed away the love of her life that was their song and she was gonna leave sat back down and laughed and now it's she has some sort of comfort with it
1: yes i mean i'm sure it'll always be something sad for her but now at least she could be like that crazy pudgy italian broad freaking knock babies off a stage she used babies to like cover her boobs like at the end (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like i held these two baby dolls up like like um like, i tell you i'm I'm a, I'm a bad person rudy real's a good person i'm a bad person <laughs> but
0: no i don't but know I about swear,
1: that like, I, could, I, some, I can sing i could do all this but i can get fucked up when i gotta
0: <laughs> it's i'm the same way like i you know i'd give someone the shirt off my back but it's at the same time i can say the worst stuff Mm. and it's like one time in particular it's my my buddy years ago of my buddies passed away and i remember pulling up everyone was crying and all that my buddy was always late to everything so i find i find my one friend who i see is not crying so i go up to him like hey man give him a big hug i'm like i just i got one question before i go in there He's like, yeah, it's open casket. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, it wasn't that, but thanks for letting me know. Um, was he actually on time today? <laughs> and there was a moment we just stared at each other in the eyes, and just like a single tear just rolled down, and we just started just laughing. <laughs> and it, like, just held each other again. It was just like...
1: See, like I love that, though. Like, I love... You know that that side of things when things are absolutely awful but you can still laugh at something yeah, you know
0: it's the laughter it's you know yeah at times it is severely inappropriate with things but stuff like that that like it kind of brings that comfort where it's coming from like a not hateful spot
1: yeah
0: it it helps people <laughs> it does at my,
1: at my mom's funeral um my sister and I were sitting right it was a, it was a Catholic mass my, my mom was catholic my family's catholic um and there was like a hymn or something that they we were supposed to sing for this mass and it was like here i am lord or something like that so like every time they would say like here i am i'd whisper to my sister rocky like a hurricane <laughs> 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 and she was like crying her eyeballs out but she would just like start laughing but, like shut up <laughs> <laughs> it's, i can't help it so I'm, I'm glad that you understand it makes me feel like oh, yeah. in in spirits here that you understand like the oh. fucked up goodness, how important it is
0: <laughs> oh totally it's <laughs> as i said there's times where it goes too far but like yeah. the thing is too like some people like at the i was out with a couple buddies recently and like his mom passed away mm-hmm. and my one friend's like oh i was gonna make a joke and he's like go ahead and make it and then he doesn't make it but the guy says an even more fucked up joke than what he was going to say combating what he said that dropped his jaw and it was like <laughs> oh was my it God. a yo
1: mama joke
0: <laughs> no it was uh it was one of the typical uh, it's my podcast i can get dirty on here i don't give a shit it was typical the whole time. <laughs> it was typical One of those, like, oh, yeah, that's not what your mom said last night, but he stopped himself and (laughs) he just the guy just goes, No, say he's like, No, I'm not gonna. He's like, All right, well, as long as you washed all the ashes off your dick, you're good. And I just, I I almost spit my drink out everywhere. I'm just like, Jesus, and like, but he was saying, He's like, No, the thing is, I don't care if people make jokes. He's like, I will draw the line that you can't cross. You mm-hmm. can go up into that line, and I'll be fine. He's like, mm-hmm. I laugh. I need it. He's mm-hmm. like, but if you push past that line, he's like, oh yeah, I'm decking you in the face. He's like, and I have yeah. before because he said one guy just kept going and going and going. He's like, all right, dude, enough. And he didn't, so he beat the shit out of him. I'm like, as Good. you should, yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's... I mean, like, people can have a fucked up sense of humor and accept it, but like, if they you have to also be able to read a fucking room. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know, if, if
1: someone's like, okay, okay. You know, why keep going then? You know, cause yeah. then you're just an asshole.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. That says more about them.
1: Agree. Agree. Well, I like it. No, I
0: like, I like how it got dark and deep after. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, cause I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know, I can give all like the pageant answers. Like, Oh, well I've been doing burlesque since 2015 yeah. and la la But I'm like, there's so much like, uh, like deeper shit that we can get into if we really get it. I was like, I hope we kind of do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing with it Like saying like the kind of, you know, just seeing it like the pairing of songs with performance and all of that, and like whatever the performer is doing to said song, and you know, knowing the lyrics to the song, how the song is. It's like yeah, it could be fun, but it's like no. Like I remember seeing like some of that were just like it really hit and I'm like no oh, this is this is beautiful like this is insane like there's yeah. feeling behind this you know
1: I, I didn't oh go ahead
0: I was just gonna say it's like one of those things that you know why I suggest seeing it, because it's like it is such an art form it's mm. it's such a being like you know doing music and stuff performing out it's just mm. I love seeing that other kind of release people have that I'm not familiar with and getting to experience it and like, just watch it and embrace it and everything.
1: I I think, and also at least a line that I'm always kind of trying to find the balance of is how much of it is for me and how much of it is for the audience. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're too self-indulgent and just making it like, well, this has so much meaning to me, then the audience might be kind of bored, but like you also, you want to also, you know, make them love you too. So, I mean, the one, probably one of the times I let myself be actually the most vulnerable and do something that was very much for me. I did an act dedicated to my mom. Um, One of the songs, cause she had cancer, a very short battle, unfortunately with cancer, but she said like, you know, when she goes, she wanted um, feeling good by Nina Simone to be played at her funeral. And so I didn't act to that song and I was legit like, almost like in the verge of tears the whole time and but it was beautiful and it felt so good you know like yeah and and, and so like i said i'm a silly person i have a fucked up sense of humor but you know i really do have a you know a sensitive part of me and so what and like i hope that the audience was still able to enjoy it i know i had friends in the audience who knew what it was about and they were crying and but i hope the people who didn't know that were still just like boobs you know or or that was that was passionate like um so that was that was an amazing experience that was actually back in november we did a show in a um a distillery in tom's river and uh yeah that was amazing too i have video of that somewhere and you can kind of see my face like (laughs) it was it was so good it was beautiful and yeah it was amazing
0: that's the thing it's like with the performance you have the people that they know what you were going through then you have the people kind of taking it all in it's like she's she's letting it out up there I don't know what it is but then luckily you have the other people who are like oh man look at them boobies <laughs> look at that butt and it's look at that rope
1: <laughs> how,
0: how can how can anyone lose in that situation that's how a lot right. I want it right like,
1: like exactly like even if you don't get it like maybe some people don't get burlesque maybe yeah. whatever but like I don't know. I like seeing boobs and butts. (laughs) I I like seeing almost naked humans. Like, come on.
0: Dancing around, doing these performances.
1: You know, it's, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Never knew I needed to see a chick grind on a football until I went to a burlesque (laughs) show.
1: (laughs) I didn't know I needed that in my life, but... Like I did a whole act recently dressed as Abraham Lincoln and to New Metal, like a new metal medley that included um uh, Macho Man Randy Savage rap in the middle oh of Oh my god, what song? Um he was like rap, I don't even know. It was like he was like sitting at a bar. I, I don't know. I don't uh, know the name of the song. To be honest with you, I just know it was like Macho Man. So like in the middle of the act, I just put on the sunglasses and threw Slim Jims into the crowd. <laughs> but I don't remember why I brought that up but well <laughs> it's my pain it's, it was about my pain for some reason no it's because you didn't know you needed to see a chick dressed like babraham lincoln throwing slim jims into the crowd and then boobs
0: yeah <laughs> uh, i'm happy you brought it up though because there was something else i wanted to talk about after the burlesque so once once we kind of wind down from the burlesque there was one other little topic i wanted to ask you about because i never knew sure but um all right uh burlesque wise uh is there say someone listening wants to get into the world of burlesque and you know be a performer and all that? Obviously, if you're listening to this and you want to go to a burlesque show, go to a fucking burlesque show. Mm-hmm, Scout mm-hmm. around.
1: Yeah. But, uh, big or small. Like get go to the big fancy one in Borgata, but also don't forget that there are little punk rock bars doing it too. They probably I, need your money more.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm always down for the punk rock ones, So
1: Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> I'll always be at those. But what, like someone that's listening, that's trying to get into burlesque, what would you suggest? I know you went to the one-on-one class, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say like in this day and age?
1: Sure. No, and that's a great question because that's actually something... I, you know, I get asked a lot or burlesque performers in general, you know, that I've known get asked that a lot. So really there's a couple of ways. There are like formal classes, like there's like, um, you know, in the major cities in New York and Philadelphia, there are like burlesque academies and they'll offer classes like or programs. Um, also a good way is to just start going to shows, start getting to know performers. Um, I I haven't done it in a while but I would be open to doing like I've done 101s like like personally like I usually will either ask for money or some other kind of um energy exchange like I have a friend who does tattoos so I gave her like a burlesque 101 like a lot of the tips and tricks that I know up my sleeve and then she gave me a free tattoo you know yeah. so it doesn't always have to be like if you don't have money it's not about that it's just some kind yeah. of energy exchange for my time you know um so find a mentor start going to shows sometimes uh, like I know the dark angels at bar 13, they'll do like an maybe once a year or like every other year do like an open casting. So if like, it's something you really want to try, um, you should probably start as a kitten first just to kind of get a feel for it, go to the shows, get to know the performers and the vibe. Um, but I, I really think that either going to the like real classes or getting a mentor is the best way. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I, I never gatekeep, but I feel like those people who go that path end up doing better yeah you know so i mean hey if you've just been youtubing it and googling it and you want to you audition and you send a video and they accept you get up there honey you know it's fine yeah um but i do feel like people who get like more formal training or mentoring do a little better so i would definitely recommend that um i i haven't i'm actually sort of one of my back burner projects is to try and find a venue that would let me do a 101 class um and I'm, i'm not the best performer in the world but i got a lot of good advice, and I can yeah. really help people. And then go on and be better than me. It's fine. Like I have no ego about it. Like yeah. <laughs> one of, one of my uh, men- mentees, my uh, Robin Knight, she's amazing. Like you know, she I taught her, but now I feel like she surpassed me, and that makes me so happy. You know, <laughs> I think
0: Robin. I, I know think Robin. I know she she did the Rainbow Bright. I think.
1: Yes, yeah, she uh, was. I think yes. she was a kitten. She was a kitten yeah. at that show. And it's, it still brings like, her up because she's so good, and she's like, "You made me kitten for so long." <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were so amazing.
0: <laughs> it's like some I remember, but it's like it's it's been so long, and it's like I I just got to go back out to them. You I got go to go. I
1: did at that show
0: at the childhood. Um,
1: Nickelodeon. <laughs> if not, it's okay.
0: It was Rugrats. Yes. You were Angelica?
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: And I'm not just saying that because of the name either being so close. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to remember what song it was, though.
1: For the audience at home, this was like six years ago, so this man is amazing for remembering this right now. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: and mind you, I was trying to peddle my artwork during all of
1: this, so I I did um Angelica Pickles to When I Grow Up by the Pussycat Dolls. And uh, the big thing at the end is I made a Cynthia doll, and the Cynthia doll I like glued on like fringe to be little tassels. Mm -hmm. And somebody actually asked me, Where did you find pasties that small for the Barbie doll? (laughs) So Mass. <laughs> it's like literally hot glued like strings like <laughs> onto her little Barbie titty.
0: That's but, what it was. I it it all came back to me now because I remember you at the end with the doll and you're both going and it was in sync. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but yeah, Robin's amazing and I mean she does a lot of stuff with Rudy too. Like they yeah. they did like, sideshow stuff because they're both out of their goddamn minds. <laughs> like well, put their hands in mouse traps and bear traps and stuff.
0: See that's. It's all coming full circle uh-huh. because one of the things I want to talk to you about is something I'm into now, and kind of we'll get into it. We'll finish with the burlesque. Okay. okay. Um. All right. So go find a mentor, find a mm-hmm. one-on-one class. Uh, mm-hmm. go to shows because I feel like you know, even if you go to a couple classes, going to the shows, it's one of those things watching and observing firsthand. Like it's. You can do it on YouTube, but being in those atmospheres and like, you know, kind of reading the room, I feel like is a part of it as well.
1: Exactly. And like, yeah, reading the room and just the stuff you don't see on stage, you know, like I think one of the reasons why I was able to be a fairly successful producer so soon was because I saw a producer that I was working with early on who was doing like just so unorganized like literally like before the show okay who wants to go first okay where's your music send it to me like when i produce i get like everyone's music like ahead, of, like a week ahead of time i yeah. like agonize over set list you know so um you know get you know see what goes on behind the scenes yeah you know that like a lot of us are just friggin' nerds with a lot of trauma <laughs> and like but like we're we're crazy we're fun we're all beautiful um You know, make sure that you're a right fit for that community. Like, if somebody is uh, bigoted, they're not going to fit in. We do not talk any of that shit. You know, um, if anybody's like homophobic or transphobic or anything like that, you're not going to fit in. So, you know, if, but if you just watch a YouTube video and you're like, I can do that and just show up and think you can start talking that mess, then nope. (laughs) 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 We'll put up with it.
0: (laughs) That's what I love, though. It is, it's such an accepting, just Mm. positive, Like community Mm -hmm. like anyone and everyone is welcome yes if your heart's in it and your heart doesn't have bullshit that you're gonna bring into it and it's that's that's where it's really amazing with it like let's all put on these shows and get through our shit together like Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. It's, it's beautiful it's wonderful and there's so many different like i said so many different bodies different um gender expressions uh colors everything you know and now that i'm i you know i'm getting older like you know a year away from 40 like now it's like well now there's different ages now there's like the youngins coming up but then i've seen some performers who were in like their 50s and 60s still performing and 70s even so it's like now you're seeing different ages too yeah which is important too that's body positivity as well people sometimes gloss over that end of it you know but like I said, my boobs are still
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> go go check out those tits. Yeah,
1: check out my boobs.
0: Check boops, out them boobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: oh. All right, that was serious. And that was the boob segment. Yeah. All right,
0: well, um, if uh, if there isn't anything you'd like to add, I will ask you about said topic for a little bit, and then we'll we'll wrap this little thing up
1: okay yeah no i mean i feel like we covered a lot of stuff uh yeah. no yeah i mean if any other fun anecdotes come up i will just interject i'll just i'll just talk over you and just tell me my... <laughs>
0: perfect i love no, it
1: so, no, go ahead. so what's your question
0: so you brought up oh yeah the macho man and you brought up about the sideshow stuff with uh the the weirdos <laughs> Rudy <laughs> Robin,
1: Robin the weirdos I Robin.
0: and I did do too doing the sideshow stuff I've been getting back into watching wrestling
1: <gasps> and
0: I've been going to GCW in Atlantic City and I am so fascinated with deathmatch wrestling which is where the sideshow stuff the pain and mousetraps and all that I gotta talk to them because I, 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 I myself, uh, I, I'm a bit of a weirdo myself.
1: Okay, great, Put Willem Defoe,
0: But I wanted to bring <laughs> it up because you dressed as Macho Man, and I saw you post about Dom Dominic, <laughs> Dom Rhea, and Dominic <laughs> Mysterio, and I didn't know if you were a wrestling fan.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, like, I, I've been watching for years and years. Um, I fucking love it. Like we we watch uh Raw and Smackdown every week. Um sometimes like even like we'll go to the gym and we'll try to get like tread like my partner and I will get like treadmills by the TV that's playing Smackdown <laughs> or oh. something. <laughs> um yeah, no, I mean my my boyfriend has like been super into it ever since he was a little boy. And I've kind of like had years where I didn't watch it, you know, yeah. it wasn't like always marketed towards girls when I was a kid. Yeah. Um but like in high school, like the um like The Rock and Triple H era, you know, like that's when I really got into it. Like, and I got my whole family into it. It was so great. Yeah. Um, stopped watching for a few years, but I would say probably the last like seven years or so, I've pretty much been religiously watching it. Wow. <laughs> I it, love it. I mean, I would love to see more like local, small stage wrestling. That's one thing I would like to do. And admittedly, uh, you know, I haven't, which sucks. So if you get into up, it, that's an excuse for
0: well. Me i was gonna say october 8th got general admission tickets my friends are coming from california connecticut and new york we're meeting up for my buddy ron's birthday and we're going to gcw at showboat and it's a title match uh john moxley versus nick gage belt versus career and it's gonna be a bloodbath oh
1: my god
0: (laughs) it's gcw it's like AC's like their home base and like it's they've blown up a lot in like the last year but they they hold like intergender matches like intergender death matches and stuff and it's like we when I went to the uh like a month ago to the show Shakarina Yamashita beat Alex Cologne which is like the hometown boy for mm-hmm. the belt and it was in a death match she's biting light tubes and shit and like <sighs> It's just insane, but it's not all just death matches. You have the matches where it's just straight performance Mm -hmm. and it's like crazy spots and all that. And it's like they have something so damn special. And they,
1: I love that. Like, I feel like, like, I mean, granted, like, I'm mostly just like a mainstream, like WWE, sometimes like watch AEW or something. But yeah, you can tell that even like the ones who are like, okay, they're just like big famous people now, they all started as fucking maniacs. Oh yeah, that, like they're and that's what I love. Like at their core, they're all fucking maniacs.
0: Yeah. John Moxley, you <laughs> oh, know, yeah. he's Poster Boy AEW <laughs> and all that. But like mm-hmm. seeing his ZZ, uh, CZW matches, like he's just covered in blood. Like in, mm-hmm. bar, I'm like, oh my god, and like with this promotion, it is just like kind of so raw and gritty still. And it's like I love the hell out of it, and you will absolutely be a fan of Bussy. Bussy. It Ally Catch and Effie. It's a okay. tag team. Allie catch, she's just fucking insane.
1: Okay. Straight I'm up <laughs> like
0: one match pulled a switchblade out it was going at the like the chick. But then Effie, he has like a clothing company called Wrestling is Gay. And like he he comes out to Yellow brick Road by Elton John and stuff. And he's just a gay man in wrestling he's flamboyant
1: but He is actually gay
0: yeah and he does <laughs> it like it was his release from like all like just his demons and stuff he got into wrestling and like he's got this beautiful story and uh you see like so many people like hating on him all night it's just like no fuck you i'm unapologetic unapologetically effy and like it's i, I love I, that
1: Like so many like men in like sports like that try so hard to hide yeah they're gay. So I love that he's like leaning into it like extra hard. I love that.
0: The one of the big controversies when we went was it was Fe versus Moxley for the belt. Moxley's the champion in GCW, even though he's in AEW. Like he's going all around, and there was a spot where they instead of having like a punch off, they had a kiss off. And Moxley at the end just pulls his face in, then just tongues the whole side of his face, and you see Effie, like Effie's getting choked by him, and you see him just put his hand down his tights and just like, and uh, Jim Cornette, he was just like going off because he hates GCW. He was going off like, how dare you discriminate against John Moxley like that and make him put through that? And Effie just responds with dude if only you know whose idea it was for those spots (laughs) (laughs) and it was like all moxley's doing supposedly like yeah like
1: that's that's showmanship man like getting that reaction from people in the audience like
0: it's it's such a it's just like i love the company because it is just such a fuck you to Mm. those old time like you know they have like the great matches like wrestling quote-unquote matches then they have the great death matches then they have great comedy matches like it's mm. just, it's such a mixture and if you're looking to get into indie stuff
1: yeah
0: october 8th i'll send you the link there's probably still tickets It was like, like 30 bucks or oh. something and there's a bunch of us that are going to be there so it's isn't
1: there like a pay-per-view that night in philly too isn't like extreme rules or something i think is is the eighth
0: it might be I'm, or
1: something. So that's kind of even funnier. Got, there's like a big pay per view locally and they're doing their own fucking thing. I like that. <laughs> all they
0: do is just like pay per views on fight. And it's usually like a weekend thing. Mm-hmm. But like they, I went to Dallas for WrestleCon, Mania weekends. And all my friends were like, Oh, you're going to Mania? Like you're going all the way to Dallas. I'm like, No, I'm not. I saw Impact. I saw GCW. I saw like Zicky Dice's event and stuff. And like just saw all these other events. Because, like, WWE got me back in, but then it, I got into AEW, but now WWE, I'm very intrigued by, thanks to (laughs) Triple H coming back.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, my partner's definitely like a WWE loyalist. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, like I said, like, I'm a fan. I'm not like a hardcore, like, I'm more of a mainstream fan. I'll fully fucking admit that. Um, So we're mostly just WWE, but I have I have dabbled in the A dubs and But like I said, I I remember there was one time where I was leaving a burlesque show, (laughs) tying it back into burlesque. Yes. (laughs) Um, And it was like a brunch show at Roxy and Duke. So it was an early show. And they were doing an afternoon show of like indie wrestling. And I was so fucking tired. Because like doing a burlesque show, yeah, you're only on stage for four minutes, but you feel like you just did like a whole workout. But um, so I was leaving. I was like, I really wish I could stay because they were setting up and they were just being maniacs outside in the parking lot. And I'm like, it was probably so good. Like these like women who are just like, ah, you know, <laughs> but uh, I wish I stayed, man, but yeah. I was just so tired. But yeah, I, w- I would love to check that out. Cause like anytime yeah. you, sometimes you get into the mainstream and it's like, it just pulls you deeper, you know? Yeah
0: it's like, like I like, like
1: Reverend Horton Heat but then I got deeper into Rockabilly. <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> yeah. it's it, it mm-hmm. was I started back with WWE old familiar what I knew I was aware of like WCW and ECW as a kid but I got in right after they were done
1: mm-hmm.
0: so now once I got back in I started watching old ECW stuff and then it was AEW came about and then I love this wrestling figure podcast and it's run by Matt Cardona and uh, Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins, and Zack Ryder. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, Cardona came, went, can't went to GCW to go for the belt. And everyone, all the like GCW fanboys were so pissed off. And he completely upset the whole show by winning the belt at the end of this death match that he's never done before against their like poster child, Nick Gage. It literally broke out people were throwing bottles pizza cutters all this shit and we're in the middle of it wearing oh fucking God. matt cardona shirts and and everyone just give us their looks and then we're out in the lobby just flipping off all the fans and stuff but but now it's hysterical because we all go there and talk with people wearing matt cardona shirts and just like just all in it and it, mm. but like that night like you could cut the tension with a piece of string Oh like it God. was just like it was like, wound so tight. It was a ticking time bomb.
1: Like WWE wishes they could have that kind of enthusiasm from the audience, you know, good or bad. The last
0: show we were at, uh, there's picture of behind like the little entrance curtain, you see Seth Rollins poking his head through. Cause WWE had a show that night and uh it was like a like a house show. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get in, it's Yeah, i highly say it's so much fun it's like it's another thing where it's like learning about death matches it's like burlesque where it's just like the art behind it and stuff is just Mm -hmm. insane and it's it's all people with trauma and stuff that they're just like i'm going in there i'm going to war and i'm just letting it all out
1: yeah Yeah, like for those few minutes you just like you just let loose you're somebody else you're like outside of your body i mean I, my assumption i don't know yeah like, but i love that like so so just like as i'm telling people like oh go to these gritty like punk rock burlesque shows i should follow my own advice and <laughs> and check out like a gritty wrestling show
0: we'll be there and it's fun it's in the uh, you know the carousel room of showboat
1: uh i mean i've been to showboat a million i, I don't know the it's is that like, like a new venue inside of it or is that just like I was just it's, drunk and wandered in there one time or something.
0: <laughs> probably. I think like uh I don't know if you went to like uh was it the NJ horror and short film like uh the horror convention they hold there. I think like oh, they've okay. had people in that room before signing.
1: Oh, okay. But uh
0: it's like great right when you walk in, there's like a new giant go-kart track. But this oh. is like oh, just a room off to the side. It's like it's it seems like it's always been there. I don't
1: know. i I haven't been to showboat in a long time. Like I used to go a lot like way back in the day but like to the House of Blues, yeah I and, love the um, House of Blues. and then, like a few years ago, I went and, like somebody was like trying to convince me to set up a burlesque show there. And it was like, this guy was like so shady. And I went in and it was like, the, the floor was just empty because like all the like the slot machines were gone and i was like this is a very sad place like i'm not going to do a show here <laughs> but i'm sure it's changed by now and they have new stuff at least at that time i was not going to do it <laughs> i'm not shit talking showboat though
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey it's atlantic city who cares
1: it's <laughs> I, I used to care like i used to care about like I mean, there is like a really good subculture there. You know, there's a That's lot. That's what of I've
0: been things. hearing, music-wise, like
1: and artists and and stuff like that. Um, but I'm I don't live in that area anymore, and I just like had so many like weird, shady producers and and stuff like that out there that I'm just like Ugh, I'm good. <laughs> I hang I hang a lot in Philly, and I go down to Delaware sometimes. So, eh, i alright. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: you're doing good
1: yes i don't need atlantic city thank you
0: i don't think anyone needs atlantic city (laughs) atlantic (laughs) city needs the people
1: (laughs) yes you know years ago i was like there was some people talking and i was like oh they should totally make atlantic city like a like the amsterdam of new jersey where you could smoke weed there but now it's legal everywhere yeah but like i feel like that could have saved that city if they were like you know five six seven years ago we're like guess what weed is legal on this island you know yeah. <laughs> I'd mean, but i would go just to smoke out of principle <laughs>
0: yeah. well, that's that's the thing with the gcw shows there's a dude that wrestles there called grim reefer and he'll go <laughs> on the turnbuckle and just light up a joint and start wrestling with a joint in his mouth but the thing is in the yeah. audience you could just sit there with your vape pen no one gives a shit i just sat there i'm just having fun Awesome. awesome. Yeah, so it's like no one like says shit and and it's just literally like uh, so good. I hope oh. you could come out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm free that weekend. Actually, it's the oh. weekend before my birthday.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
1: You're fine. Yeah, but I'm actually like when I'm, when we're done with this, I'm gonna go talk to my partner and be like, hmm, hey. <laughs> cool. I'll
0: I'll send you the info and everything. It's should be cool. a good time. Uh, yeah. Uh, awesome. You. I've, t- I've talked to your ear off selling you on indie <laughs> wrestling now. <laughs> so I think I think it's about time we we wind it down for the night and uh put the pedal to the metal and take a little ego trip when we go down, go to a burlesque show, wrestling show, and we we talk about everywhere where everyone can find you. Where can they see about upcoming shows? See what you do, all stuff like that. What are your socials?
1: Cool. So you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just look up Angelina Sophia, and that's S O F I A, not with a P H. Um, look me up. Uh, my profile icon is a little animated caricature of me, so uh, with the creature from the Black Lagoon mask. So you'll uh, you'll know it's me. Um, <laughs> you can also look me up on YouTube, Angelina Sophia NJ. New Jersey. Again, that's also Sophia with an F. Um, I have a lot of videos of my performances on there, both cab um, serious burlesque, silly, stupid burlesque. Um, even just some dumb videos of me like singing in my house or being dumb. Um, on Instagram is a little bit more selective. Like you might have to send me a friend request, but I'm Angie blaze zero, A N G I E B L A Z E. And the number zero, even though zero technically is not a number. Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but yeah so those are my socials um and otherwise you can see me actually next uh next weekend i don't know when this uh is gonna this podcast is coming Uh, out
0: it'll be wednesday
1: okay so um saturday september 17th at bar 13 we're doing the night of one million schoolgirls which, uh, <laughs> we started doing that show several years ago. It started as the night of 1000 schoolgirls, and every year it got bigger and bigger. Uh, this is the last time we're going to be doing that show. So it's, um, the theme is all the school graduate and become doctors and lawyers and business oh, so, Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to be doing, a uh, doing Dolly Parton's nine to five as oh, a career nice. woman. Um, so come check that out. Um, then otherwise, I'm going to be performing with uh, Rocky Thirteen in the month of October, um, doing Rocky Horror again. I'm going to be uh, Trixie, you know, aka the Lips in the beginning. But every character for this Rocky Shadow Cast has a monster theme. So the show is October 29th at Bar Thirteen for a uh, monster themed Rocky Horror Shadow Cast. Um, and otherwise, I'm kind of just a. Uh, I'm chilling. I mean, ever since COVID things slowed down a bit, I used to do, uh, you know, one gig, one or two gigs every weekend. And now it's kind of just maybe once a month and yo, I am fine with that, mm-hmm. but I would still love if, if, and I'm very friendly. So if anybody wants to just come up and say hi, um, chat, or if you hear this and does make you interested in learning more about burlesque or, um, you know, I could set you up with people who do 101s, or depending maybe, uh, you know, if you live near where I live, we could do a 101. um, but yeah, go team titty.
0: Yeah, go team titty. And <laughs> I, I got to double down on the very personable because as we said in the beginning of this, I went to your show and we were having lunch at an Applebee's and we don't even remember how.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so trippy. It's like the mystery of burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm still, we're going to get you on for a boy We'll get you. On. I'll get you some, some tassels.
0: Ah. <sighs> uh, I'll talk, like, I'll talk to I'll talk I'll, I'll I'll talk to that dingus fella I'll I'll see if the clown wants to clown around and do some <laughs> do some boylesque I'm I'm gonna have to brush up on it though I'm gonna be YouTube that <laughs> but hey you know what to quote my favorite performer ever in the whole entire world Justin Bieber Bieber <laughs> is that my stage name Justin Bieber <laughs>
1: Oh got just in beaver. Yes. Now it sounds like I'm or doing bust porn. in beaver. Bust in beaver. Yes. Oh, no. I, I think you're contemplating. You're you're silent because you're contemplating.
0: Well, to quote Justin Bieber. Never say never. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. But now we just went down a wormhole and I got I gotta get my titty tassels out.
1: Don't not stop ever not believing.
0: I will always be a believer. believer. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and as you all know, I'm Nicholas Christian. Find me at cult underscore. Sure. Underscore on Instagram, on Facebook, the culture family. Uh, you can find me at terror underscore tunes. T O O N S underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and go to terror Buy some merch, buy a culture t-shirt, a family fun pack, as I call it. Buy some Terror Eye, Series 1 out now, and all that fun jazz. And since this is airing before the 17th, I'm looking at my calendar in the distance. I can't read it, but if you're not busy, come on down to the Smithville Art Walk, then drive your ass to Delaware for some burlesque.
1: (laughs) Yes, I support both. Yes, Smithville is amazing. And Bar 13 is amazing. And I'm amazing. And you're amazing.
0: The thing is, if you do exactly that, you can meet me. If you don't know me, you probably do. You can meet past guest Bob Burke by some glow art. You can meet Mike and Alexa of Underground. They're going to be having a blast around the village. And then go to Delaware, meet Angelina, and see a beautiful (laughs) night of burlesque and schoolgirls.
1: Get the weirdest boners ever. And I mean, it doesn't even matter if you have a penis or not, you can still get a weird boner.
0: Yeah. Anyone could get a weird boner. And I want to state that.
1: (laughs) I feel like there should be like a star wiping across the screen right now. Like the more you know, (laughs) anyone can get a weird boner.
0: (laughs) I'll I'll have to try and make a picture when I post the podcast. The more you know. Anyone could get a weird boner. (laughs) Uh, Uh Angelina, it was great having you on.
1: Oh, thank you, Nicholas. Anytime, big love to you. Yeah. Mwah. Big,
0: mwah. big love to you too. And hey, big love to your nice boobs. Oh,
1: thank <laughs> you, thank you. So I'm, I'm making my boobs talk right now. Thank you, Nicholas. thank
0: you, Nicholas. You <laughs> so many people have this in their headphones right now, getting the weirdest <laughs> boners.
1: Yeah, just just imagine boobs. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> you're picturing boobs right now. Boobs. <laughs> and a
0: clown doing boyle-esque. <laughs> He's
1: got a dick tassel. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, take care, everyone. Have a good one. Gather round, everyone, and listen to the styling sounds of the primitive finks with their song Spookini.